What's up, guys? It's the Rhino Live Show Podcast Review Weekend, Week 1. Got a lot to say in a short amount of time, so let's get to it. A lot of talk about this Georgia-Clemson game. Uh, a lot of Clemson fans are either in denial or just don't want to see the truth. I'll go ahead and say it for you. Tony Elliott is not great. He is not great at all. He's not a good offensive coordinator, and he hasn't been since Jeff Scott left. I feel like Jeff Scott did the work, like a group project. Tony Elliott got uh, part of the credit. He's not good, man. He's the guy who only gave Travis Etienne like eight touches a game in some of these games last season, uh, the most explosive guy on the offense. It's crazy. Last night, Lynn J. Dixon touched the ball one time, as many times as a kid who was playing right field for Dutch Fort Baseball just four months ago, 5'10", 175. He touched the ball as much as Lynn J. Dixon, who's supposed to be your horse. I don't get it. Um, the good thing about coaches is they make adjustments. Um, you realize you're down 7 nothing at the half, so you go into halftime and figure out how you can move the football. you got a quarterback big as Cam Newton back there. you got to figure it out. If the passes aren't there, run some sweeps, man. Put two tight ends in there, run the Cam Newton offense. Get some sweeps. Get some quarterback dives. Move him out in space. He had lanes to run, but he was too scared. He was too focused on his progressions to take off running. Trevor Lawrence wins that game right there like 17, 17 to 10, easy. Maybe 20, 24 to 10. Trevor Lawrence makes it happen. I'm not blaming DJ. He's still a young guy. I thought after that Notre Dame game last year, though, he was mature enough to win this football game. Obviously, I was wrong. Um, Tony Elliott's not good. Brent Venables, on the other hand, is phenomenal. He had his uh, defense ramped up. They did all they could to keep Clemson in that football game. I'll say this. Uh, JT Daniels is not good. Is not a Heisman Trophy candidate uh, at all. Not in the top 15. The guy's average at best. He averaged five yards of completion. He, he's good at checkdowns. You can't win football games on the checkdowns. Kirby Smart's that fucking guy at the golf course you see with his visor on, drinking some kind of seltzer, and you just want to walk up and punch him in the chest. Uh, that's the, that's who uh, Kirby Smart is. Fucking Will Muschamp's on this um on this staff. So when you talk about resumes, I've seen people saying Tony Elliott's resume is really good. So is Will Muschamp's. Guess what? He's not a good coach. Oh, he's had multiple opportunities. He's not a good coach. On a, on a team with great players, of course he looks good. Who wouldn't? I mean, look at Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiff, and Ed Orgeron. Those guys are like geniuses on both sides of the football. On their own, average at best, been fired multiple times. So there you go. Moving on. Oh, let me say this. Georgia will lose two games this year. I mean, you can say what you want. They're going to drop one in the regular season. Alabama's going to murder JT Daniels. They'll lose one in the regular season. Uh, Auburn, Florida, potentially South Carolina. I know that sounds crazy, but it happens. It's, it's weird how it happens. JT Daniels ain't no better than Jake Fromm. You can book that. You can book that. Uh, JT Daniels, no good. Somebody put a little pressure on him, stop that running game, anything can happen. Uh, come down to a kicking game. You know, just like it did a few years back, Rodrigo misses an overtime, game cards win, it could happen. Moving on, let's go to Alabama. Alabama is the is the example of what I'm talking about where you can plug new players, new coaches, new schemes in and still dominate. Uh, Nick Saban's, his damn tree so big, he's got more limbs all over the place than, than, than Bill Belichick. I mean, he's got guys he comes, you know, plug in, plug out. Sarkeesian leaves and goes to take over Texas. Bill O'Brien gets let go by the Texans. He brings him in, makes him his offensive coordinator. They never miss a beat. They murdered Miami yesterday. Nobody, I mean, I didn't expect anything different. I figured it might be a little closer than it was. I also know 
Derek King's not a Heisman Trophy candidate. Hell of an athlete, but he's not, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Deshaun Watson. He can run around. He can make a few plays. But if you need him to make a play in crunch time, he's not that guy. Manny Diaz, that guy sucks. He's another one of these guys who's a good coordinator. He's a terrible head coach. Miami's an 8-4 and four football team. Uh, you're never going to be much more than that with Manny Diaz uh, leading your team. Alabama, over the last, what, five years, three got three quarterbacks starting for, for, for good franchises in the NFL. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles, who won a championship years, just a few years back. New England, who's been the best uh, uh, franchise in the last 20 years, got Mac Jones at the helm uh, running the show. And then Tua Tungavaloa down there in Miami, he's a starting quarterback. You replace all them three guys, bring in a true freshman, Bryce Young, I mean, redshirt freshman. He takes over, and they never miss a beat. You lose Najee Harris. You lose five, six, seven uh, wide receivers, tight ends, the best offensive line in football last year. Um, you just replace them, plug in new players, and destroy a top 20 team in Miami. And that's what coaching is right there. It's Nick Saban. It doesn't matter if it's Bill O'Brien, Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, Mike Loxley. It doesn't matter. Um, so that's what you do when you're a great coach. Dabo is a good delegator. I don't think he can oversee an offense, oversee a defense. I don't think he can change anything to make his team better. He's a delegator. Fortunately, he's got the best defensive coordinator in the country. Brent Venables put it together a hell of a game plan to shut down Georgia. Held Georgia to three points, and you lose. I mean, if I told you before the game, hey, man, Clemson ain't going to give up a three points on defense. Y'all going to win? you damn right they're going to win. But Tony Elliott didn't uphold his end of the bargain. That guy sucks. You got to go get Chad Morris. He coaching some private school in Alabama or something. Give him 900000 Bring him in. Make Tony. Let Tony Elliott go coach uh, Jackson State or somewhere. Give him a job. Get him the hell out of there. Clemson still goes 11-1. Georgia goes 10-2. We'll see if they meet in the playoffs. I'm not sure how that will go. Ohio State, another team. Always up there in the top five. Uh, they beat Minnesota. Uh, I will say this. I'm not impressed with the Stroud kid as much as everybody else is. And I'll tell you why. He threw uh, out patterns that uh, the wide receivers made plays to score touchdowns. They went the distance. They made people miss. Um, better tackling teams, that's a close game. Um, they have the playmakers on um, skill position guys. They got running backs and wide receivers who are awesome. Um, I'm not sure I trust Stroud in a tie game with, a, with, a, with, a, with a, or down three with a game on the line and a two-minute offense. I don't know if I can trust him yet. He's not Justin Fields yet. Um, they're good. Uh, their defense is not as good. They let Minnesota run up and down the field pretty good. So, And we'll see how that goes. Ohio State will probably run the table. I mean, their main competition is somebody like Penn State and Wisconsin, and that looked like Harvard and Brown playing uh, offensively. That was terrible. Um, Wisconsin's coach took over the offensive play call, and they scored 10 points. He needs to fire himself today. Go ahead and fire yourself. Give the headset to somebody else. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Draft too many, I mean, recruit too many white guys. You can't have too many Jackson Bills on your team, man. You need some Demetriuses and some uh, Lorenzos on the team. You cannot stretch the field with white guys named Jack. They flat-footed. They mean they are. They tough. They play hard, and they block well. But stretching the field is a whole different matter, and you got beat by skilled position guys. Penn State's not that great either. Um, James Franklin has done a, a fair amount of job, done a pretty good job as a head coach at Penn State. But, you know, they're eight, nine-win team. They're not great. Moving on, another team I'm, I don't want to hear about anymore. I don't want to hear about this team anymore, and that's North Carolina and Mac Brown. Um, we keep hearing about it, keep hearing about North Carolina. Uh, they got embarrassed on Thursday night by Virginia Tech, or Friday night, that is. 
I mean, I know it's a hostile place to play. Blacksburg's tough. But you got Matt Brown and Sam Howell and all this hype. Going to make a run at Clemson. Several Desmond Howell and them guys say they think North Carolina's going to be the one to knock off Clemson this year. And they might. But they ain't going to be undefeated doing it. Embarrassing performance, I think. Sam Howell, not a big, not a big game, Sam. Um, they just like Miami. 8-9-3, team. Who cares? Enjoy the pool on with either bowl. Uh, overhyped, no good. Another perennial overhyped team that gets through every year is Oklahoma. Oklahoma was about a yard away from potentially losing to Tulane. And, and that shouldn't happen. Hell, Tulane had to leave their house, come up to Oklahoma and play because of the hurricane on, on short notice and still played Oklahoma down to, the, down to the minute. I mean, a minute ago, it was in that game. Down by five, just needed a touchdown to, to, to go ahead. Unfortunately, uh, Oklahoma made a play, and now they're still undefeated. They're dropping the rankings, and they're probably going undefeated because they don't have any competition. I mean, I don't see somebody like Texas beating them. So they'll probably win. They'll get in there as a four seed, and Alabama will blow their doors off. At least that's what I hope. As I mentioned, Penn State and Wisconsin, they're both uh, – they're both fake. They can't handle it. They can't score. If you got to score 21 points, they're done. So you ain't got to worry about either one of them teams competing for anything this year. One team that gets a lot of hype that I don't understand why, but they do, and people love them, and, and that's Cincinnati. Cincinnati will beat the hell out of uh, Miami of Ohio and Akron and all these uh, uh, lesser-tier schools, but Cincinnati don't want none of the big three. They just don't. I mean, they're going to go, they, they, they're the modern-day Central Florida. We're going to have to hear about how they 11-0, 12-0, they deserve a shot. They will get squashed and swept up off the field by any of the big three, that being Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. Cincinnati ain't ready for that. Enjoy being a great mid-major. Just do that. Call yourself, make yourself a license plate and call yourself a national champion. You know you can't beat um, Ohio State. And uh, one last shout-out. I'm gonna give a little shout out to them boys at uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Don't 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 kill me for this. I'm just giving a little shout out, a little confidence boost. Uh, went on the uh, went out yesterday, the first game under Shane Beamer, and beat Eastern Illinois. Yeah, not impressive at all. On that impressive that a, a graduate assistant run them up 29 nothing at the half. Didn't turn the ball over. Pretty flawless game. Played well on defense. Jordan Birch with a uh, pick six. Couple other turnovers, blocked the punt, um, ran the ball well, received the ball well, didn't drop a lot of passes, um, fluid drives. And I know, like I said, it's Eastern Illinois, but that builds a lot of confidence in the fact that they can they can execute an offense, they can execute a defense, and they play East Carolina this week, open up as a little underdog. They're going to win that game and give them confidence to go between the hedges and play Georgia which even if you lose that Georgia game, you weren't expecting to win that one anyway. But you can build some confidence. You might be able to get to that six-win plateau that's big in that first year, get that extra practice, get a bowl game under your belt, and then come back swinging. Need to draft a, uh, need to recruit a good quarterback. I don't think you've got a quarterback on the roster that can win the SEC East. You definitely need to go out and get one, a big kid who can run and throw. Luke Doty is a hell of an athlete, but I think he'd be better off like Hunter Renfro. Of returning punts and catching passes in the slot. And definitely, I mean, Zeb Nolan may be that guy that can do a lot of things. Um, you know, like Connor Shaw, an athlete, and just wins. Um, he may be that guy. But 
you know, I can't put all my eggs in that guy's basket either. It was on Eastern Illinois. I don't know how he'll react with Georgia coming at him. But anyway, my top five, or at least my top three right now, is Alabama head and shoulders above everybody. I'm going to give Georgia that number two slot just because they did beat Clemson. And then I'm going to throw Ohio State in there at number three. We'll get to see Ohio State plays Oregon this week. Oregon's got some athletes, can stretch the field. they got a pretty decent defense if Thibodeau is healthy. That'll be a fun watch to see what Ohio State has. I still think they win, especially at home. And they're not going to lose at the horseshoe um, to Oregon. And then we'll see as the season goes, Georgia, what they do against Auburn, Florida, South Carolina, and then Alabama in the SEC championship game. We'll see what Ohio State does. And we'll see if Oklahoma can go undefeated in the Big 12. Thanks for listening. I'm going to try to do this every day. We're going to watch this uh, Notre Dame-Florida State game, the Catholics versus the Criminals. Um, from 20 years ago and see who comes out on top. I'm taking Notre Dame. I just don't think Florida State's there yet, but we got that game. We got Louisville and Ole Miss tomorrow night on Monday night, and then NFL season kicks off on Thursday. So then we got football just about every day. We can talk about it as much as you want. Thanks for listening to Rhino Live Show. Find me on uh, Google Podcast. We're going to keep putting out content until we're on all the major players so it's easy to listen to the Rhino Live Show podcast. Thanks for listening.